Welcome. You are listening to Sunday Afternoon Films with me, Christopher Windsor, part of the Iconochromatic Podcast Network. Before I begin, I will warn you there will be spoilers about the film, so if you've not seen this before, I would recommend switching off, watching the film first, and then coming back and listening to this podcast. Other than that, enjoy the show. Good afternoon. Today's film is the 1985 classic Clue. Clue is a screen adaption of the board game of a similar name in North America, or if you live outside of North America, Cluedo. For those who haven't played the game before, and honestly I'm amazed if you haven't, the premise of the game is fairly simple. You and five others are told that Mr. Body has been killed. You don't know what the circumstances, you don't know who's done it, and you don't know where, but it is then your job to find out who did it. You have to go around the other five people and accuse them of who of killing Mr. Body, which weapon was used, which location, and within a large house. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, you lose. It's as simple as that, and it sounds like a very simple board game, but it's actually quite good, um, and it is very much a case of deception. In the film adaption, it's not quite that simple. The film opens up with all the characters going into a mansion, seemingly in the middle of nowhere. They don't know who has invited them. They don't know why they're going there. All they know is they have received a letter from someone, an unnamed source, saying that it would be to their advantage where they go to this location at this time and on this date. It's all a bit hit on with why they're going, you know. At the time, you could quite easily say to them, well, what on earth are you doing? What do you think you're getting yourself in for? You know, why, why are you doing this? So... It's fairly obvious from the very beginning that these people are not entirely who they say they are. And that, you know, they, they've they clearly done something in the background that makes them lead to want to go there. They've received this letter, which sounds like a threat. And so they think, okay, we've got to go there. There is an introduction between all of the characters in what is a very tense and very comical scene. Where it, 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 it's like watching... It's like watching a group of single people walking into a room and saying to them, okay, everybody pick a date and interact. You know that's not easy, but that's what these people have to do. They then get taken away and are told that they are due to have dinner together. So they all sit down and start having dinner, but again, they don't know who they are. And no one seems willing or able to give up any information until one character speaks up and starts talking about her, where she's from and what she does. And as a result, everybody else starts speaking and starts talking and saying, well, you know, I know this, do you know that? Where do you work? Where do you live? And suddenly things start to unfold a little bit more. Some people don't want to talk at all. Some people want to talk, you know, the whole night away. It just depends on which particular person it is. As they continue to talk, we are then introduced to one of the bigger characters in the film called Mr. Body. He is introduced by Tim Curry, who plays Wadsworth, and it's not really explained what Mr. Body is doing there, who he is, or 
why they, you know, why they even need him there. But after dinner and desserts, they all go into a drawing room, and it's revealed that the reason why they're all there is because they are all being blackmailed. It's then explained that Mr. Body is the one who is blackmailing them. Everybody's very upset, understandably. Everyone's very angry. And Mr. Body turns around and quite rightly turns around says, you know, the only person here that knows anything about this, apart from us, who is going to say anything, is Wadsworth. You don't want your secrets getting out there. I can keep your secrets for you, so let's keep our mouth shut. At which point he presents them with a series of weapons and says, okay, let's turn out the lights. Every single one of you has a motive and a weapon to take this person out. Under the cover of, the, of darkness, do it. Let's get this over with. We can move on with the rest of our lives. The lights go out, come back on again, and the next thing we know, Mr. Body is lying dead on the floor. But we don't know who. We don't know the weapon. We don't know the murderer. All we know is Mr. Body is dead. The police are then called. But who did it? With what weapon and why? And welcome to the most humorous slapstick murder mysteries that I've ever seen, to be perfectly honest with you. At this point, I would usually talk about this film in much greater detail go through the plot points one by one and discuss in great detail what the film was about, how it's going to conclude and what makes this film great. And I am going to talk about what makes this film great but what I don't want to do is talk about the plot too much and the reason I don't want to do this is because I think for this to be a great film you have to go in not necessarily knowing anything about the film to begin with i do think this is a great film i really think it is but what makes it great is that you should go in with the idea to consume it with no pretense or idea of what is going on who the murderer is or why it's best to see it from scratch by all means read reviews but honestly i think it's best seeing this from the very beginning and knowing very little about it. I think you'll enjoy it that that much more doing that way. The film is great, as I say, in so many different ways. With so many characters, and there are quite a lot by, you know, Hollywood standards, it would be quite difficult to compact all of their lines and dialogue and script down. Because the problem is that you could face the idea that their lines aren't important or that someone's line or that someone's inflection could be ignored and that we wouldn't really care about them and and that's not done here the the lines are all delivered very crisply they're all written with purpose and for a good reason and Every single person involved does a very good job of it. You get the feeling there isn't any point of wasted motion within this film, or indeed wasted words. Everyone has a place, they know their place, and they know what they're doing, and that is what makes this very good to begin with. Because so many films that you have these days, you just feel like they're just 
desperately trying to find, you know, fill in the time. This film doesn't do that, which I'm very pleased to say. The second great thing that I love about this film is the humour. The humour in this is just wonderful, in my opinion. It's very dry, it's very droll, it's very sarcastic, and it's very well delivered. It's not laugh out loud funny. It's not grabbing your belly sort of comedy. And to be honest with you, I think there is the potential, without wanting to sound pretentious, that in a world of gross-out comedy that seems to be taking over mainstream cinema right now, this film will be lost on certain people. I think it's a little bit... I don't think it's a little bit too subtle. I think that would be a bit harsh. I think that would be a bit insulting. But I think it's a bit too to the bone, if you get my meaning. You know, there's not a lot of swearing in this film. There's, no, Like I said, there's no gross-out humour. It's just very good humour. It's good, clean family fun, as people would say. And I never thought I'd say that phrase, but there we are. And the third point of the film is the flow that I'd really like to talk about. As I said before, the pacing of the film is very well done, and there isn't a wasted motion. Everything just connects from one scene to the next. This might, this might sound like a fairly obvious thing to say, but with a cast of this large in one location, and with smaller locations, I have seen films that have failed to do this, where you don't feel that they're using the space especially well. And you don't know why they're doing it the way that they're doing it. But this works. And switching from one scene to the next does do its job correctly. Whereas in other films, as I said before, you see it and you think, well, why did you do that? What did you achieve? People like Tarantino can do it very well in both Reservoir Dogs and indeed The Hateful Eight. In such a small location, in almost a play environment... And that's, and that's where Clue works. It is very much a play in the same way that The Breakfast Club is. To my knowledge, Clue has never seen any great me mainstream success. It's not really spoken of that often. It's done well on Rotten Tomatoes, but not to a massive degree. I've never seen this on TV. As far as I know, it hasn't run any any awards. Um, a lot of people don't speak of it. Somehow, some have heard of it. Most haven't. And yet, and I hate to keep using this word, but again, what's so great about this film is that if you find someone who has seen this film and you mention it, it's quite likely that the rest of the conversation will either be a quote fest. Or a conversation that starts with the phrases such as, I loved it when, or the part when. And so the conversation will continue from there. And like so many comedies, this is very polarising. It really is. I think it's one of those films where you either like it, or you're going to hate it. You're either going to think it's very funny, or you think it's just stupid and old, and 
why why are you even wasting your time watching this film the thing with this film is the story is very is quite a simple one and because of that it's kind of hard to review it because there's not much to talk about whilst the plot is complicated you don't need to necessarily worry about it because the studio and the film and the people will lay it all out will lay it out for you so you don't need to worry about that you just have to go along with it and just watch and take it in just a little bit and i think you will enjoy it in i think you will enjoy it i really think you will tim curry who plays Walsworth, truly is the star and the tour de force of this film and makes it what it is that is not to suggest that others were involved were bad or shouldn't have been there or miscast they, they weren't that's absolutely not the case what i am gonna say however is that if one of the other characters were removed other than Wadsworth, we might not have noticed they are every single character is competent they are worth being there they really are don't get me wrong but this film would not have been as good were it not for Tim Curry. And his stunningly outrageous and over-the-top arguing shouting throughout this film, were they not in it, would have made this film nearly not as funny or as interesting as it is. I know it's a bit of a mistake to put the success of a film on the back of one actor, but in this case, I think it's I think it's deserved for Tim Curry. This film is not a classic in the classical sense of the world. It's never going to be up there with the likes of Gone with the Wind, Casablanca, the previously mentioned Reservoir Dogs, or any other number of films that you can think to talk about. It will never, I don't think, be anything more than a cult film. But for those that have seen it, and for those who have loved it, they can come back to it time and time again and remember why we fell in love with it to begin with. And no matter how many times we watch it, not only is it still funny, but it continues to get funnier. And for me, that is what films are about to begin with. That is why I wanted to bring this film up in this podcast. Because it is the sort of film you can just watch. And not necessarily have to worry about massive subplots or where it's going. It's just enjoyable to sit down and watch. Thank you very much. This has been Sunday Afternoon Films with me, Christopher Windsor, on the podcast network Iconochromatic. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.